Hey, this is Laura and you're listening to Expand. Welcome back, love. Let's get into it. Something that feels really alive within me right now and I've witnessed being mirrored back to me from many of you is this longing for space, this craving for presence within that space and the permission to take up space without feeling guilty for what we're not doing with that time. There are many layers to this that I have personally been moving through recently that I want to share with you from personal experience, but also to explore with you because I really think that this conversation around what space actually asks of us is one that is not being had in the way that it needs to be. I think for many of us, the idea of having space in our schedule feels like this far off fantasy. It feels like this this dreamscape, this poetic reality that one day if I work hard enough for long enough, space will be my reward. And I know from personal experience that that is just simply not the case, that that is entirely false, or at least it had been, has been for me. I can honestly say I have never reached a certain amount of success that afforded me more space. And I know that there are a lot of examples out there of people who can create a great deal of external success with lots of space in their schedule. And I know that that's entirely possible for me as well. And I know that that's possible for all of you. But I I think the space that I'm talking about here is less so physical space in terms of time and more so the energy of space, the energy of being present, the energy of not having to rush, the energy of feeling safe, taking our time the energy of feeling good with what's here right now. I was recently speaking with my therapist actually about the idea of good enough and how so often, and I know this is true for me and I'm positive is true for you, we get so swept up in the striving for more that we forget that we don't always need more. And so that sent me down this cascade of asking myself, how many clients is enough? How much money is enough? How much success is enough for me to feel happy in my life, for me to have what I need to feel like the space that I'm afforded through that enoughness is space that I can savor instead of feel guilty about. So really, when we're thinking about the energy of creating space in our life, of being present, of having time, of of not rushing to the next, I think that that conversation needs to begin with the question, what is enough for me? And I understand that there are many people that need more than what I think I need. 
And there was a version of me not that long ago that thought that I needed more than what I actually need. And perhaps that version of me did need more than what this version of me needs to be happy. But through this exploration, most recently, what I've come to know is that I actually need very little tangible material things in my life to be happy, including success, including financial abundance, financial freedom, including the validation from others or the perceived the perceived success from others, not just the success I feel for myself. And it felt really freeing to acknowledge that, wow, I've actually moved beyond that old version of myself. It's just that my mind hadn't caught up to where I actually was. I was still operating on old software. I was still operating as though success is what defined me or financial achievement is what defined me or uh, my ability to reach and serve more people is what defined me. And when I really stripped that away and got true with myself, what I discovered is that volume, quantity, it, that has nothing to do with what defines me now. What defines me now is very much rooted in how much space can I take up without having to do anything with it and feel safe inside of that? Like, do I have space in my life to stop on my walk and really savor how beautiful a blooming flower looks? Do I have space in my life to be fully present in whatever it is I'm doing as I'm doing it, instead of leaning into the next moment or rushing through it so that I can check the next thing off my list. Up until very recently, I was living my life as many of us do, where you wake up and you automatically drop into that unconscious um, grooved pathway of the way that you move through your day. I would wake up, I would brush my teeth, I would hit my yoga mat, I would go through each pose, and then I would make breakfast and I would shower and I would get into my email and I would just sort of unconsciously float through my day. Even though the whole time, A, I was aware that I was kind of just like boop, 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 floating along, getting things done. I was present to that fact, but I wasn't actually present. You know, like I saw it happening almost like a third party and I knew that I desired more than that. I knew that I desired to be more present than that, but it felt like it was this movie I couldn't break free from. It was like I was stuck in the screen, you know, this 2D version of me. And so what I've done most recently in order to break out of this, in order to actually understand what presence requires of me, because it isn't just a matter of having space in my schedule, is it? I mean, just think about it. Whenever you have extra space in your schedule, what happens? For me, I either filled it with busy work, random things, tasks that just sort of were always lingering in the background that I never really thought I had time for, or I would rest and I would feel guilty the whole time for resting, or I would, um 
do something like go for a walk or meditate or read and also feel guilty for that instead of working or not feel guilty for it, but almost use it to just fill that time instead of really savoring it. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a difference when you're meditating. I'm sure you've all felt this. If you have a meditation practice, if not, you've probably felt this when you're out for a walk on your lunch break or you're reading a book or taking a bath or anything like that. Okay. But I'll use meditation as the example here. When you're meditating, can you notice how ever so slightly you're leaning away from the last moment and you're leaning into the next as if that next moment has the answer. As if in that next moment, things will be better. As if in that next moment, you will feel how it is you're wanting to feel. And we do this in breath work. We do this in somatic practices when we use different techniques to move through something that's feeling challenging in our body. Maybe we have energetic blockages or we're feeling really constricted. And we, we use these techniques, don't we, to move through that, to get to the other side of that. And what I'm saying here is what if, what if that is weaponizing the very thing that we are supposed to be using to access presence through? What if presence is actually asking us to be in that discomfort and savor it? What if, what if presence is actually asking us to witness our mind leaning into that next moment when we're, when we're practicing meditation and very gently pull ourselves back into the seat of the present moment to be with what's here now instead of leaning into what's to come. I feel as though this is a dance that is something that we don't talk about as entrepreneurs because the idea of slowing down sort of goes against everything we've ever been taught about what it takes to be successful. At least that felt true for me in my life. It feels really uncomfortable in this season to say, I'm not making an intentional push in my business. I am maintaining who I'm serving and how I'm serving them. And I'm allowing that to be enough right now. Because inside of that, my whole schedule opened up and I have so much physical, tangible space that my mind is clawing to fill. <laughs> it's just, it's wild to watch it every single day. Start my day not knowing what I'm going to do that day and watch it instantly try to fill that time. I even as I'm sitting here talking to you, I'm looking in front of me and I have a list of one, two, three, four, eight things that I have scratched off five of for my day today because I had nothing planned. I had nothing I had to do. And so look, even as I'm recording this and speaking to you about it, I have evidence <laughs> to show that my brain still needed a plan. I feel like this is a grip that just, it takes a lot of massaging to let go. And I think it's a really important conversation for many of us to begin to have with ourselves and here with each other. 
because we, we crave this space, don't we? And yet we make ourselves wrong for it when we have it and we push it away when it's right there in front of us for the taking. We are uncomfortable with just being without achievement. We are uncomfortable with just being without production. Our addiction to striving for what's next for us in terms of the, the things that we're going to be doing or creating or who we're becoming, that striving for becoming is, it can be really wholesome, but I feel as though there's a very, very, very fine line between the wholesome act of intentionally becoming the next version of you and striving for more. And I feel like that very teeny tiny thread-like line is the one that I'm currently walking on and figuring out and learning to fall off of and get back onto and without judging myself for it too harshly. Um, an interesting conversation arose on one of my coaching calls this week in our, in our membership in the Secret Garden where we were talking about social media and how so many of us feel so resistant to the idea of social media right now and have for a while, truthfully, I think now we're just having the courage to speak into it for the first time or really shine a light on, on the truth of that for ourselves for the first time and, and expose that part of ourselves. And inside of this conversation, what came to mind for me was, isn't it interesting that social media to me really represents the opposite of presence. It's the fastest way to pull ourselves out of a present moment is to try to document it, right? And when I'm on my walks on the seawall, walking by the ocean, without fail, I see groups of girls constantly documenting their joy with each other, taking pictures for the gram or filming TikToks or taking selfies. And I can't help but wonder, you know, are you really in this moment? Are you, are you experiencing this or are you simply stuck in the habitual pattern of documentation because that's what your conditioning has afforded you up till this point in your life. And I wonder, I wonder if you're happy. You know what? That's really what I think. I wonder if you're happy with that. And for a while, I would judge it, truth be told. For a while, I would see people just like watching the sunset through their phone, like recording the sun going down through their phone and go, oh, how sad for them. I would I would place judgment on them. But now I realize that they're just operating with outdated software. They're just, they're behaving in a way that is wise for them with the awareness that they currently have. And uh, that's fine, that's fine. But I wonder if they're happy. And I was talking with, I was actually talking with my therapist a couple weeks ago and she offered me, we were talking about happiness and you know, through this conversation of spaciousness and presence and seeking joy in my life and, and not pushing in business and discovering what else is there for me 
outside of tangible achievement, who am I? What else is available there for me? Um, she shared with me that there's this documentary and forgive me, I don't know the name of it. I've never seen it. This was just her recount of it, but it was um, a businessman and they were filming a documentary on the success of the business that he created. And she shared at the very end, there's this really quiet moment with this man where he's speaking directly into the camera and he says, you know, I've created as much wealth and as much success as anyone could in their lifetime. But I don't think I'm really all that happy. <laughs> I'm tearing up now even saying it to you when she said it to me, I bawled because I felt really seen. I felt like that summarizes how I've been feeling as an entrepreneur for so many years. Like, yes, I'm achieving, yes, I'm creating, but what else? What else is there? When I look back on my life, what's going to be there? And so I know this is starting to become a really deep uh, conversation and, um, and that's fine with me because really this feels really messy in my mind right now, even as I'm sharing it with you. But I, I'm trying to have the courage to give you a glimpse into what's happening for me because I think this is happening for a lot of you too. And it's easy to feel really alone when we have these existential crises around what we're doing for work or who we are as a person and what really matters to us in our life, what we value, where we want to be spending our time. Gosh, we don't talk about it, do we? And because we don't talk about it, we all feel alone when it happens, when really we're all moving through it together. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? We are all in it together at some point. So if you're in this, please know that I am also in this. And, and I think that inviting more space and presence into your life now, instead of waiting for achievement to give you permission to begin exploring that for yourself, is one of the most courageous things that you can do as an entrepreneur because that requires you to rebel against everything you've ever been taught about success. It requires you to raise your hand and say, that's fine, I want success, but not at the expense of my joy, not at the expense of being in my life, not at the expense of knowing who I am. And I really think that last piece is truly the root of it all. I think so many of us are craving spaciousness and presence, not because we're burnt out, not because we're tired of chasing, not because we are tired of being busy all of the time, even though some of those maybe and probably do feel true for you. But I think that we're craving space and presence because we actually are just starting to realize that we don't know who we really are. We've been defining ourselves based on what we've been doing for so long that we have no idea who we are in the absence of that. 
And as our culture begins to have deeper conversations around spirituality and who we really are as a community and what it is we're trying to accomplish in terms of raising the collective consciousness and leaving humanity changed for future generations, I think it's very natural that we're having these conversations with ourselves and we're feeling doubtful around our path and we're feeling trapped or suffocated by the, the structure of our current schedule or how busy we feel we have to be in order to make a difference, in order to feel success. And so I really want to invite in for you the question, what could be enough? What could be enough for you? Have you ever asked yourself that? What if you don't need financial freedom? What if actually finding what's enough for you to live life on your terms is the key to feeling financially free? What if financial freedom doesn't actually, isn't actually associated with any large number or consistent revenue, but is actually just rooted in knowing for yourself what's enough? And then designing your life to match that instead of getting swept up in needing more, in striving for more. I'm going to leave you with that thought. If you want to tease this apart further for yourself, please just reach out. There's a a link under this episode that says connect with Laura. You can use that link to send me a message and share with me what's on your heart. And I would love to hold that space for you, for us to explore it together. Thank you for being here. It means everything. And I promise to, to always share vulnerably what I'm moving through so that you may feel seen in it as well. Love you. Thanks so much for being here with me. If there's anything you need a little extra support on, or if questions came up as you were listening, there's a link in my show notes called Connect with Laura. You can use it to get me directly, and I always personally reply to every message I get. Okay, I'll see you next time. Bye for now.